Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Ministry of the Week Sunday Message. This is Dave Naderhood, and it is my privilege each week to be shining a spotlight into what God's doing in great places all around the beautiful Bay Area. And I hope that uh, you've been blessed this past week to hear the interviews with Pastor Tim and Janet Lee Royal. Pastor Tim is senior pastor over at Halcyon Baptist Church in San Leandro. And uh, Janet Lee, for the last few years, has been the director of Love East Bay. And I'm going to let her explain that because they are here with us in studio. So guys, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Great to be here. Janet Lee, uh, you took over the reins of directing Love East Bay, and you are coordinating a whole lot of spinning plates here. We talked about it a bit during the interviews, but if anybody missed those interviews, could you just give us a recap of what the vision is for Love East Bay and that call for people to come out and serve? Well, Love East Bay is a joint effort by a number of churches and nonprofit organizations to roll up our sleeves and actually serve our community out of love for Jesus and love for the people, basically to leave the church property and Mm -hmm. to go out into the community and love people. So we have created um, a slogan, a mantra by which we live, and that's united to serve others for Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's who we want to be, and that's what we want to do united to serve others for Jesus. And if if people want to find out more um, and they want to come themselves as an individual or bring a group of people, um, how can they find out more information? They can visit our website at loveeastbay.org, and there is a project list, and we sign up people using Eventbrite. So there's all types of projects from card making, from a baby shower for crisis pregnancy, to cleaning up the marina, senior homes, a whole variety of projects. There's something for everyone. And about uh, about how many projects do you have right now lined up, do you think? Probably about 20 right now Okay, for great. the April 23rd serve. Wow. And uh, and it, again, it'll be April 23 and then another one in the fall, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's o- correct. October, October 15. 15. Great. Uh, so, Pastor Tim, I, I know recently at the Bass Conference, you led a few different seminars, and one of them kind of relates directly to the, the work of Love East Bay. I mean, Love East Bay is a, a manifestation of the impulse that God put in you a long time ago, right? That's right. Dave, we, I did a seminar on how to use community ministry to reach people for Christ mm-hmm. and to make disciples of those you already have. So this is a really a message for both leadership within a church and also uh, for those within the church on how they can become better disciples of Jesus Christ and reach their neighbor uh, with love. Yeah, and I think that's a really important distinction. Um, we've talked offline about different projects that we've been involved with in the past, and sometimes um, people tend to look at, well, I'll go serve my community, but what's in it for me? Uh, or, or how is it going to turn around and bless my church? And sometimes whole church communities kind of start to turn inward in that kind of a focus. And so the externally focused church, right? Um, That's exactly right. Yeah. The externally focused church is is one that is consistently thinking, well, we exist to bless the community, not the other way around. Exactly. And that, that really is what the focus of this, what God is doing and what God can do through community ministry. Pastor Tim, uh, would you mind just having a word of prayer with us? Absolutely. Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you for who you are. You are the God of all creation. And you gave us Jesus Christ to demonstrate what love truly is. Mm. You are the ultimate minister. Yes. You became in Christ the ultimate servant 
of each one of us, serving our greatest need, our need for salvation, our need for a changed life, yes, our need for the greatness of a relationship with you. And Lord, that's the core of who you are. Mm-hmm. Scripture tells us that God is love. And that here in his love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Yes. And so, Lord, we just come to you now. We ask, Lord, that you would touch hearts. Lord, I just pray that those who listen will hear the need crying from their heart to reach their neighbor, to love their neighbor as Jesus taught us. Mm. Lord, that uh, that we would get down off of our donkey as the Good Samaritan did, Lord, and, and get the work done. Yes. And Lord, we just, uh, we pray that whatever that thing is that's holding us back, wherever we are, Lord, that your spirit would break through and, and just create a, a new and wonderful place where we reach out to our neighbors mm-hmm. and change lives for the name of Jesus Christ must be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, thanks again, uh, Tim and Janet Lee for joining us in studio. So I wanted to take some time today to talk a little bit about it and then really to turn the mic over to you and have you share a little bit from God's Word about how important service is. But Love East Bay is a project that is coming up April 25. Yes. And it is a coordinated effort with churches throughout the East Bay area coming together to serve the community. Um, So just take just some bullet points first and let our audience know how they could get involved. And then I'll kind of set that in the context of the wider Bay region. But uh, tell us about Love East Bay, its history, and what's going on this year. Well, for about 10 years now, we've held Love East Bay twice a year in April and October. Mm -hmm. And a number of churches, it originally began as Love San Leandro. A number of churches uh, came together in the San Leandro area. But then we began to to hit a wider base and began to get churches in Hayward and Castro Valley and Oakland involved. And so we made the decision to change it to Love East Bay and to really throw the, the doors open wide to see if we if this was a movement of God's spirit, and it really has been, we've especially seen that uh, this year, and I know you're going to talk more about transforming the bay with Christ, and and that has uh, been a connection that God has uh, has used uh, in our church. It's in its infancy, and yet God is already using it, and I I really I'm excited at. at just thinking that that maybe God is finally reaching out with His Holy Spirit to touch the Bay Area, and mm. and uh, Lovey's Bay for us is a big part of this. Is the cooperation across denominational lines? Um, none of the churches that are involved are pretty much of the same denomination historically, and and we have uh, we've had churches, Baptist churches, uh, uh, Covenant churches, non-denominational churches, uh, just. From a broad charismatic churches from a broad spectrum, we have a, a major four square church, and uh, in fact, you have them here on uh, on KFAX, right? Uh, faith fellowship, uh, yeah, faith fellowship, yeah. And uh, God has really opened the doors, and the cooperation and the love that we share just in planning it is is just exciting. Mm. And then the day itself uh, is mind blowing when when people come together and seeing Christians go out and serve the community and see the difference that it makes in their lives. I tell pastors, you know, uh, this isn't just a uh, 
a servant evangelism event for them. This is also a discipleship event because the lives of their people are changed when they actually get out there and start working in the community and seeing people who are influenced, who are far from God, who are influenced uh, toward the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more in my time about you know where I've come and all of this and and mm-hmm. why I'm so excited about it. But uh, God has just been good in this whole thing, and and so I'm excited about the April 20th event because I expect it to be really a a strong showing. Our website is is up and running. We would encourage anyone who is uh, in the area to sign up. The project list is at loveyspay.org, and you okay. can just sign up right there. An email is automatically sent to us, and and you'll get confirmation from a team leader and so forth so uh, and then you just show up at 8 30 in the morning okay and we'll go out to our projects from there we just have a brief time of celebration mm-hmm. and uh, and then afterwards this is also something i'm super excited about at jack holland park which is a an urban park in the ashland area between uh, san leandro and hayward mm-hmm. there is a uh, a barbecue there and it's it's intended to be a Matthew party. Mm-hmm. There is it's a it's a skateboarding park. It's totally a community park. It's right on East Fourteenth. Major traffic in the area. Right. Uh, we're going to have a, a barbecue, and we're just giving away food. And that's how the day uh, ends. That's, that's how the day ends. Yeah. Wow, and great. so it's just a, a great celebration. Anybody that comes uh, as a result of of coming through Lovey's Bay, we ask them to donate uh, $5 toward the meal. That way, right. that pays for it for the community. Right, so, so neighbors can just show up and exactly. eat for free. Exactly. Okay, a couple questions. This is great, and I, um, I'm i really excited that the new website's launched. And again, it's loveeastbay.org. Correct. Right? Loveeastbay.org. So a couple things that I just heard you sharing. It's uh, across different denominations. Mm-hmm. Uh, about how many churches are officially participating this year? Do you have any idea? Currently, we're at about a dozen churches, but wow. actually that number is old. It may be more than that at this okay. point. So. And that's not counting just individuals who've signed up who are at a church that's not officially participating, right. exactly. I suppose. So, exactly. Uh, and this is what we're going to be talking about during this hour. Why is it important for you to put your faith into action? And Pastor Tim's going to be sharing about that. And there's going to be uh, multiple locations there on the website. You can find out different places where you can get engaged using your gifts and your skills. What struck in my mind was when you were talking, I realized back to our days in Alameda, uh, the the phrase came to me when I would do uh, youth projects and I would try to get mm-hmm. other youth groups in Alameda together. Um, and, and I realized early on that, you know, we worship differently. We even pray Different. We're praying to the same God, but we use different prayer language. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Charismatics yes. and yes. Baptists and Presbyterians, they tend to have like a, a different tone of prayer, let's say. So we worship, we sing different songs sometimes, we, but we all sweat the same. We worship different. We worship different, but we sweat the same. And that phrase just always stuck with me. I would tell young people that because they would intuitively get it. Like they mm-hmm. couldn't understand why when I, I started a, a youth kind of collaborative worship time that kids were coming from all different backgrounds and from no church background. And they were um, they would always scratch their heads. It would always puzzle them that why do adults like why is it so hard for them to worship together? And I would try to explain that. But I said, you know, the, the great thing was and we would go off to Mexico and build a house or whatever. And I'd be like, hey, you smell that? 
we all sweat we all sweat the same <laughs> you know? and uh and that's what's so powerful on a day like this where the church comes together to serve in the name of Christ and it's that Matthew 5:16 opportunity where uh right where um they will see your good works and give glory uh to the father in heaven in in the in the broader context of the bay area today we're so thrilled that Love East Bay is one sort of regional chapter of what's happening all over the Bay Area. In fact, during the whole month of April, not just exactly, that weekend, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, for some groups, there's a there's a group in the North Bay. There's um, a beautiful day in the South Bay. Uh, my friend John Talbert, who's working with uh, Transforming the Bay with Christ, has been instrumental in, in getting uh, around the Bay Area to help coordinate these groups who have already been engaged in acts of service. I know here in the Tri-Cities area, uh, Fremont, Union City, uh, they have some. They have a Compassion Sunday. Uh, over on the peninsula, there's um, Sunday Serve. And in the Far East Bay, they have some groups that are getting together this month as well to do service projects. So if you're listening in any of those areas we can help you with that as well and we have all those connections you can contact me here at the station again it's dave naderhood and look me up at kfax.com get in touch with me if you would like to have your church involved and uh, you're a pastor and you'd like to jump in there's still time to do that if you're not connected or engaged with the church yet but you would like to put your faith into action um, we really encourage you to be a part of this enormous movement of God's people uh, this month and hopefully in years to come. This is just the beginning of a Bay-wide movement that TBC and uh, Pat Gelsinger, John Talbert, these guys have uh, been uh, starting to see where God is moving and getting on board with that. I, I love the the language that's been used in TBC. And Tim, you've been at these meetings too, right? Yes. Uh, yes. To hear uh, that distinction, rather than trying to uh, create or tell God what he should be doing. <laughs> Just because we've never had a revival here, we can't force God's hand to do anything. But when we start to sense that the Spirit is moving, to get on board with what the Spirit's already doing. Absolutely. And when I see uh, spontaneous groups of Christians working together across denominational boundaries to work for the good of their community, I get I get so full of joy and excitement. I can hardly contain it. And that's why I asked him to be with us on air today to share some more from his heart about what uh, motivates him as a pastor, uh, why he believes it's so important for Christians to put their faith into action and to show uh, love here in the East Bay and around the Bay Area. So, Tim, um, I'm just going to give you the mic, let you share for a while about what uh, what it is that you see God doing and, and why it's important for us to be on board. Yeah, this has been quite a journey for me, and it really began when uh, I started pastoring at Housing Baptist Church. As I was looking at the church uh, before becoming their pastor, what really struck me is here was a church that uh, that was smaller but had a heart for the community, and that just resonated with me. We have at Halcyon had a food pantry, clothing ministry, and other outreach programs that have been going on there since the mid-80s. And so this church never lost its outward focus, its desire to see people come to know Jesus. And so that that just – that was exciting to me. And uh, the reason is, is it's it's really the, the key verse, and, and you alluded to it a second ago, Dave uh, – 
the key verse of Lovey's Bay is Matthew five sixteen, mm. and that being you, you are the light of the world. You mm. know, it is where, where that begins there in the Sermon on the Mount, and a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Yeah, and and the the idea there is phenomenal because Jesus also said in John, "I am the light of the world." Mm. And that phrase, I am, included in that. So we have God as light. And, of course, John says it also in First John, in him is light and, and in him there is no darkness at all. Right. And, and so the, the concept that we are the light of the world is, is one of reflection, reflecting the light of Jesus Christ into the world. And, and that really has resonated with me for a long time. But... There was another passage that really, I guess, changed my my world, and that was one that we traditionally associate with faith and not works, and that's Mm. from Ephesians chapter Mm 2. And I think for years, we've gotten that passage wrong because we've taken it out of context, Not, not in the sense theologically that... Uh, for by grace we are saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Right. You look at that, and, and it's very clear that we don't earn our salvation. That That is without question here. And, and so let me get that off the table. Amen. However, however, that passage really begins further up at the beginning of chapter 2. And where it really gets interesting for me is verse 6. And and he's talked about who Jesus is all the way through the beginning of Ephesians. And and I would encourage you all to go back and read Ephesians 1 in the beginning of chapter 2 there because it is it is one of the great in, in fact verse the first 14 verses of of Ephesians are one sentence. It, it's it's this phenomenal amazing sentence about who Jesus is and, yeah. and the greatness that he is. One of Paul's and, famous run-on sentences. Oh, right? yeah. It's <laughs> so awesome. And then verse 6 begins with, together with Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, coming on the heels of all of that, that statement is mind-boggling, okay? He puts us together with Christ Jesus, with the one he has just exalted beyond belief and and it says he also raised us up and seated us in the heavens at the right hand of god Mm. uh, seated us there and 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 then verse seven is is where i think the passage is keyed and really the key to understanding uh verses eight through ten because really verses eight and nine are a parenthetical Mm -hmm. to make sure that we don't see our works and and that we see grace in the right context that it is from god not from us in verse seven it says so that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us Mm -hmm. in christ jesus so we're on display, and based on what follows, I liken that to a museum of great art, yeah. that we are the, the artworks of God on display, and, 
And if anybody out there has, has heard of the Louvre or the mm-hmm. or the great Smithsonian Art Museum or or the the De Young Museum in in San Francisco, right. this is this is a place where beauty is preserved, and. And in a sense, our beauty is preserved. And, and it goes on and explains that. First of all, he says, for you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's taken our bragging about us being this on display through the ages out of the picture. It has nothing to do with us. It's all about God. But he goes on, and, and I like the way uh, the word that the message uses here. It says, for we are his creation. The message says, for we are his masterpiece. Amen. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time so that we should walk in them. You know, for for years I, I heard the the historical statement that, that Martin Luther wanted to take James out of the Bible. And yet it it was based on Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. And yet when I read this, I understand why Martin Luther couldn't right, and why we can't. Yeah. And, and I think the American church has gone so far down this road of – Faith without works, yeah. that we have become faith that is dead in the word, the world, mm. words of James, and and such fear it, of the social gospel, yes, that we it, then just become all go- try to be all gospel with no social, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and honestly, the the fear of the social gospel was foolish. Mm. What we needed to do was, excuse me, I'm Baptist. I, we needed to baptize the gospel in the grace of Jesus Christ. Amen. We needed to 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 do it in a way that doesn't forget yeah. who we are and what our message is. Yeah. And you know, it's like I, I recently told uh, the head of our of our food pantry ministry. I said, look. Uh, it, we have a food pantry. There are others who are not a part of a church who have a food pantry. Mm-hmm. The, the difference is that we must be about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ in any and every way that we can in that context. Otherwise, we might as well just turn that loose and make that a secular ministry. Sure. And, and the greatness of Jesus Christ saying – that I came to bring good news right. to the poor, and quoting Isaiah, in, in, in Nazareth, in, in his in his hometown, in in the place where, you know, the little mud mud hole in the wall that Nazareth was, yeah. you know, that message should have resonated with them. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it didn't. Yeah. And and that's what we need to understand is we have among us those who who, who need. We have. The, the opportunity to share the grace of God. And and I think this is, for we are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. And I believe that good works are, are the brush strokes of God in our lives mm. that create that masterpiece. It, it, it is in working that out. And, and honestly, that's why I love East Bay. And that's why... Uh, you know, ministries within your church that are that are outreach ministries are are so critical because we need to change. We we need to to show the world not what we're against, but what we're for, and we are for people. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the criticism Amen. that that is the criticism that uh, that Jesus leveled at the Pharisees that they that they got right giving their tithe even to the point where they were giving it out of the the herbs of their garden. But but he says, but you've you've gotten it wrong because the most important thing is love, mm-hmm. and that is. That is where Lovey's Bay comes in. That's where uh, TBC is seeking to go as a as a group, and I believe that that is the key uh, to revival here in the Bay Area and across our country is is to change the world's view of the church. And we can't do that from the top. No, we can't do it in politics. We can't mm. do it. We need to do it. One person at a time. With a servant's towel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with a servant's yeah. towel. With a shovel. Yeah. And, and and a willingness. And like you said, all, all our sweat. Talk about a unifying thing. Yeah. You know, when we stand shoulder to shoulder and work, mm-hmm. uh, that's what it is. That That's what draws us together and makes us one. And that was Jesus's prayer in John 17, was that we would be one. And, and of all the lessons of history in the church, it is when we pull together for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ that the barriers completely fall away. I think, too, as just to interject here, that you, you know, what you've touched on, and when we pastors get together, we we proclaim the glorious gospel. We talk about the power of preaching to change lives and everything. That's all true. I don't think either of us would advocate less preaching, oh, but, no. <laughs> but, then, but, that the, but that our preaching be of the sweat variety as much as the speaking variety. Yes. That we would preach in our actions equally passionately as we do when we open up the word. And that was a big revelation for me as, you know, I mean, I remember getting rebuked by a guy... <laughs> Uh, he wasn't an elder in my church, but he, he wanted to be, I think. And uh, when I told him that I was going to go with the uh, youth group down to build home and build a house in Mexico, you know, he pulled me aside. He's like, you're the senior pastor. You need to stay here and focus on the preaching of the word, you know, and uh, not be going off on a mission trip. And I looked at him like, what? I mean, that just made no sense to me. But that's a mentality that a lot of people have in the church, you know, that the, somehow the pastor ought to be sort of sequestered and focused only on the preaching, that there's some, something more spiritual about that than going down and sweating with the youth group. Uh, what that leads to is churches that are sequestered in their oh, homes and never actually do any ministry at all. You're because absolutely right. You, you have to lead by example, because if you don't, no one's following. Right. Uh, and, and the person they're not following is the one who got down and touched the leper yep. who was unclean and, and said, be healed. The first time that man had been touched since the day he got leprosy. That's Jesus. That's who we follow. And that's who we're supposed to be like. I wish I would have had the courage in my convictions that I have now to have been able to say then, you know, you show me where Jesus didn't get on on the mission projects, you know, oh, yeah. uh, where he didn't get his hands dirty, uh, didn't mix it up with the poor and the least of these. And, and then I'll say I'll stay here safe in my office and send the youth group off on the mission trip. You know, but exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we're speaking today, uh, just for those who've joined us late, I'm, I have in studio with me Pastor Tim Royal from Halcyon Baptist in San Leandro. We're talking about uh, putting love in action, about the gospel in the flesh as we sweat, working together side by side. And they have a wonderful opportunity to invite you to participate in doing just that with Love East Bay. You can go over to their work website, loveeastbay.org. 
Uh, Pastor Tim and his wife, Janet Lee, are, are coordinating this effort, but it's really uh, a dozen or so churches that are involved so far. There's still time for your church to get involved or for you as an individual. If you don't have a church home, uh, this is a place to come meet Christians who take their faith seriously enough to come give a Saturday and sweat together on projects all over the East Bay. Uh, about how many projects, Tim, do we know? I think we're right at 25 or so right now. 25 yeah. different projects, everything from like food ministries to cleaning up a park. Uh, I mean, there's a whole list of them there on the website. And I would really encourage you to get over and check that website out today. Sign up, and they will find a place for you to serve. You can uh, take your pick, I think, of the of the different places. And the day ends with a with a great barbecue, an opportunity to come together in fellowship and share what God's done. And that fellowship is not just for insiders, but tell us a little. Jack Holland Park is a is a very much a it's right next to the Reach Youth Center there on. On East 14th Street, there's mm-hmm. a there's a big skateboard park there. In fact, we're going to have a, a skateboarding clinic that's nice. going on, and cool. and also a, a a bicycle clinic that's going on there. That's fixing uh, neighborhood kids' bicycles. Wow. And, and and while we're that's part of Love East Bay, obviously. And mm-hmm. then uh, we're also going to be just flipping hamburgers and hot dogs and sharing them uh, free of charge with the neighborhood. And those who come as part of Love East Bay are are asked, obviously to to contribute five dollars toward the meal that way uh, we're able to pay for it for the others that's so, cool but, uh, a pay this it is, forward idea yeah oh yeah this is really right in the middle of the community this is a busy park yeah. uh, and it's and it's a lot of kids and uh, it's just a, a tremendous opportunity to share what jesus is all about so it's like uh, buy your burger and get a get a free burger for your neighborhood kid. Absolutely, <laughs> who's getting his bike fixed yeah. by some guy who loves Jesus right over there. I would just challenge you to find a better deal than that. <laughs> That's anywhere. a great idea. Um, I love the fruition of uh, when when people think deeply about the love of God and how to put it into practice in their community. Brilliant ideas like this come to fruition, and uh, and it really takes the full body of Christ to make that happen. If it had been just Tim and his wife and, uh, you know, a bunch of Baptists, uh, it would have been a Baptist outreach. <laughs> yeah. But instead, it's a it's all Baptist, about Jesus. charismatic, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Methodist. It's everybody coming together in the body of Christ and making uh, manifest the love of Jesus in uh, over 25 locations with different different projects. Uh, one, It's one piece of the overall TBC uh masterpiece that God is building. And if you haven't heard of TBC, stick around, you will. Transforming the Bay with Christ is a um, just sort of the working title of a what we see as God starting a movement here in the Bay Area of unify in prayer, amplify through service, and multiply through church planting. Those are the three areas of focus. And this month, April, is all about, uh, you know, let's put that post- Easter, that resurrection life into practice by serving our communities. Amen. And there are service projects all over the Bay Area. If, anywhere this signal can be heard uh, from Monterey County past Sacramento, there are groups of Christians coming together across denominational boundaries to say, uh, we're going to serve during a weekend. It'll either be a Sunday or a Saturday in April. And and just coming together to sweat together for the for the sake of Jesus and the gospel. Um, so, Tim, I want to we we still have another 
little while together here. Uh, I want to, uh, having broken away from your passionate message there, uh, <laughs> do you have some, some concluding thoughts, some ways to just kind of tie this together for us? How would you, as you look at the, the life of Christ, you share with us a few passages, uh, share with us again a little bit more. How, how do you see this come together in terms of, uh, you know, where this is leading Christians and, and how this is leading us toward a place of uh, really serving in unity as a witness? I mean, do you think people – maybe you have some stories from these past years. Do you think people really care when they see Christians serving? I mean, does it make a difference to them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget – uh, just uh, one of the one of the first projects that I led for uh, Love East Bay was at a a women's shelter. Mm-hmm. We actually had to sign a release form in order to go there, saying that we would not reveal the location to anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we actually are, have one of those on our project list this time as well. Great. And just going, and we we transformed the safe house's yard. Wow. Uh, we had a eight cubic yard dumpster mm. in front and in the course of three hours on a saturday we filled it mm-hmm. completely wow uh, just clearing out all the the brush and uh, limbing the trees that were in the front yard that were hanging down low and and in the back there was just an area that was just way overgrown we planted a lawn wow <laughs> you know we literally we had one of those those things that that sod cutter it's called that yeah. took the took the old lawn up we laid the new sod and uh you know it, it was amazing and the whole time here are the women and they're sitting there on the patio eating their lunch and talking to us and everything and one of them looks at me and says why are you doing this wow well that's exactly the opening we're looking for mm-hmm. at love east bay and and so I was able to share the gospel and, of course, uh, give them an opportunity to to have a church home, you know, mm-hmm. and that lets them know what Jesus is all about. Now, yeah. I never saw, honestly, I never saw that woman again. Right. But that doesn't mean that God didn't use that seed for his purposes. Amen. And that that honestly, that is really what it is all about. And. Mm. And uh, we we have stories about praying for people and so forth, and we have had people come and visit us through Lovey's Bay, and that that is really that that's what it's all about: touching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of service. And it's really a you know what you just touched on there. If uh, even if uh, uh, speak to the heart of uh, pastors here, as um, you're the pastor of a relatively small church that has. Uh, uh, good-hearted, hard-working, gospel-in-flesh sort of people who want to serve their community. But that doesn't necessarily translate to more butts in the pews in the way that we <laughs> sometimes crassly refer to it as pastors. In fact, there are actually easier ways to attract people into your church. But let's just, t- I mean, hypothetically right now, there's a pastor listening going, hmm, why would I want to get involved in Love East Bay or in one of these service projects happening around the Bay Area? Well, if I could speak to the, you know, the pastor who uh, cynically is like, what's in it for me? What's in it for my church? Actually, there would be because people do respond and they go, oh, so this is the kind of church that actually gets out there and loves people. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that. Yes. So, yes, that can actually happen. But the motivation now will 
we'll now pretend that those kind of pastors don't exist, and that, <laughs> and that the actual motivation would be just seeing the kingdom of God flourish on earth as yeah. it is in heaven, right? Oh, absolutely. And that you get to see um, you get to see amazing things. You get to see seeds planted, like the story that Pastor Tim just shared, where where people who you may never see again, but a woman at a safe house who's been abused or maybe escaped from sex trafficking and is now uh, healing and needs to see that that Christians are putting their money and their time where their mouth is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the groups Great we're helping is, is uh, Love Never Fails. You talk mm-hmm. about sex trafficking. That's that's probably the most significant group in the Bay Area, working in that area right yeah. now. And, uh, you know, God is touching lives. And you can be a part of that. Yeah. That's that's really, you know, that's what you were saying about TBC earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, it's what Lovey's Bay is all about. God is at work, and you can join him. And, and that's what it's all about. I think people sometimes are so perplexed, like, well, I, I, I discovered my spiritual gifts, you know, three years ago, but I really don't know if I'm, if I'm exercising my gifts or whatever. And I think people overcomplicate sometimes the, you know, it, when, when, if, if you're sitting there on your hands and still thinking, well, I, I'm just still looking for the right church that'll use my gifts in town. You need to just go swing a hammer or you need to go uh, grab a paintbrush and uh, and let yourself serve among the least of these for a day or two or maybe a week. And uh, but just start with one day and and see how God opens up those small opportunities into larger opportunities for service. He will put you in the path of somebody who is going to then say, oh, wow, you have this skill set. We're looking for somebody just like that. And. That's the story, uh, for example, with Love Never Fails. I mean, Vanessa, it, she's a has a high-tech job as her full-time work. She was teaching dancing at, at her church, at Faith Fellowship, and she uh, discovered that one of her young gals had been uh, caught up in sex trafficking and um, went on a quest to find her, and that was her inroad uh, into this horrific world of uh, sex trafficking and and human trafficking around the Bay Area that was uh, a convicting, it was convicting enough to get her past the pain threshold of, I just don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. And she started Love Never Fails, completely volunteer-led organization that relies on groups coming together, like Love East Bay this this April, uh, to help them transform the lives of people held in captivity and darkness. And yeah, it's been amazing to work with somebody like Vanessa on our abolition radio program and uh, to see that this is not about trying to get all the experts to do the work, but really releasing the people of God to be the hands and feet of Christ. I right? would just say to someone who is looking for a place to serve, yeah, just step over the threshold mm. and begin to use your hands to, to do what God has given you, you know, God has given you your physical body as well to go do things. Right. And once you step over that threshold, uh, you'll be like Moses who used to, you know, herd sheep in the wilderness. 
And suddenly he had his burning bush experience and he had way more to do than he ever thought possible. Right. And God used him in mighty ways. And I really believe that people who are committed to serve Christ, truly committed to serve Christ and make that first decision will find themselves so busy that they'll be exhausted in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To, to expend yourself for the kingdom is a, uh, I mean, we're not talking about uh, trying to uh, wind yourself up for burnout. In fact, there is something deeply fulfilling and rewarding about yes. spending a day, uh, sort of a, a hard labor. Like I, I, I look at my hands right now. I have no calluses on my hands whatsoever. It's a white collar job that I do here. I push a few buttons. You know, that's the most manual thing I do. But uh, but to get out with a rake or a hammer or a paintbrush and to serve alongside of people and hear some of their stories yeah. is so exciting to me and it is uh, a part of the it's part of the kingdom that you don't get to experience all that often uh, you know finding ways to get engaged with your community and serving we want to invite you to do the same thing so won't you please take a moment right now head over to loveeastbay.org that's loveeastbay.org. Look at one of the 25 or so uh, projects that are there listed online. Sign up for one of them and take your family with you. Even if your church is not yet engaged in this, uh, you can get engaged. And if you want to tell your pastor about it, he can get in touch with Pastor Tim and find out more. Um, Tim, why don't you give them some contact information for you if they want to uh, find out more? Absolutely. Uh, the church website is halcyonbaptist.org. That's H-A-L-C-Y-O-N, H-A-L-C-Y-O-N, baptist.org. And, of course, my email is there, but it is Pastor Tim mm-hmm. at halcyonbaptist.org. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. When, when uh, the church as uh, Big C Church gets together and serves, uh, some – really powerful things start to happen. And we've seen this. Uh, Pastor Tim and I are both kind of church history buffs. And so you see it again and again. There yeah. was never a revival apart from the church getting together and serving the poor in their community yes. or serving. Uh, and, and actually, sometimes it was um, uh, it was often catalyzed by some business people or people who were convicted about uh, praying about particular social issues that were going on around them. And there's never been a time where those social issues are more uh, powerfully represented. We are living in an age right here in the Bay Area of the shrinking middle class. We have a fairly significant group of haves and a very large group of have-nots. And that dividing line has never been more pronounced than it is today in 2015 here in the Bay Area where it is Mm -hmm. extremely expensive to live. And where people who are working two or three jobs just to keep a roof over their heads uh, fall into all kinds of problems. It, it, they may live in a neighborhood that's enmeshed and, and mired in poverty. And we really believe that it's the church, not the government, but you and I. It's the church that's called to be the agent of change in our communities. And Pastor Tim, I just want to give you the last few minutes here. Anything else that God's placed on your heart that you'd like to share? Well, you know, we have a we have a saying at Halcyon. He says we basically say, you know, you can't miss church. 
You can't skip church. You can't be late for church. You are the church. Amen. And, I like that. Uh, you know, one of the things you know, I, I would encourage you if you're if you're sitting out there and you're going, well, you know, I just can't find a church that fits, or or I can't find a church that uh, that meets my needs. Um, I would encourage you to take a look at a thing like Love East Bay because the truth is, it was the church that created that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, individuals. Uh, it was individuals working in concert with the body of Jesus Christ. Right. And don't be discouraged with the church because the church is mighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the church is the bride of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and the body of Jesus Christ, and that is a an extremely powerful thing. Now, I can understand discouragement with individual churches and yeah. and uh, you know perhaps some that have departed from the gospel. That happens, but the church is alive and well, mm-hmm. and the church is empowered by the spirit of the living God mm-hmm. and is without measure in its ability to accomplish his purposes on this earth. That's not just a positive thinking sort of message. That is what Jesus promised. Yeah. That's clinging to the promise of Jesus. I will be with you always, and you will be my voice, my hands, my feet. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we major in ferreting out the problems in the church instead mm-hmm. of you know majoring in what's going well, which is the church waking up to its need for service and its yes. need to put the uh, word into deed. And I am so thrilled to have spent this time with you, Pastor Tim, because uh, sometimes I I hear a lot of messages from a lot of different pulpits, and uh, there's a lot of negativity. And sometimes that comes out of a fear-based message where preachers will say, you know what's wrong with all those churches out there? And then the next line has got to have something to do with why our church is the only place to find what's right, you know? And it really is a risk that you've taken and that these other churches have taken to work alongside of each other. A dangerous risk is that we would miss out on the opportunity for new people coming into the kingdom because they see the great love of Jesus Christ put in action. I think I think sometimes we, we live in fear of all the wrong things. Yeah. And we have relegated the Holy Spirit's power and his ability to use his church uh, to a back seat. And, you know, it's like uh, years ago, I heard uh, Neil Cole say he he actually had somebody tell him when they were, he was advocating reading 25, 30 uh, chapters of scripture a, a week. Yeah. He's, how can you ha- let your people, this is another pastor tell him, how can you let your people read that much scripture without any <laughs> teaching behind it? And he's like, wow, you know, really that are we are we that afraid Mm. of what God will do? Right. I mean, that's really what we're saying. We're afraid of what God might do. Mm. And uh, no, I've I've made a decision. I'm not going to be afraid of what God might do. Amen. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, Tim, tell us once more the time frame and just a real quick sketch of what the day will look like. Uh, the day begins at 8th. So we have a continental breakfast and a worship time. Okay. And we basically set everybody up for their projects. Their team leader will be there. Uh, they'll be on the list for their projects. So if they forget what they signed up for, they, they're okay. Okay. Uh, everything's pretty organized. And then uh, we basically go out from there to our projects. You'll start your project hopefully at 9 o'clock. So the meet and greet time is pretty short. Okay. And then 
at nine o'clock you go to work. You roll up your sleeves and uh, you'll work till noon, and then we all go to Jack Holland Park and have our barbecue, celebrate what we accomplished, and just uh, hopefully reach some more people for Jesus in the process. Awesome. Uh, Pastor Tim, thanks so much for being with us on the Church of the Week, and I do hope that folks have had their heart uh, prompted to take time in this next week to find ways to put their love into action. You can do that over at loveeastbay.org. If you need more information about a work project in your area, if you don't live in the East Bay, get in touch with me here at KFAX, and we'll help you get engaged and serving at a service project near you. And that's all the time that we have for today's Ministry of the Week Sunday message. And if you'd like more information, again, about some of the things that you heard Pastor Tim reference You can get in touch with him. You can find out more about the church he serves. Halcyonbaptist.org is their website. That's H-A-L-C-Y-O-N Baptist.org. It's a church located in San Leandro. And they have worship services at 11 a.m. on Sunday. They would love to welcome you into worship if you are looking for a church home. And then one of the applications of what we were just learning about, and that's Love East Bay. You can find out about their upcoming service project on April 23 by heading to their website, loveeastbay.org. Approximately 20 different serve locations where uh, Christians are going to be getting together from all different denominations, all different organizations, and serving alongside of each other in Jesus' name. Once again, that website, loveeastbay.org. And as always, if you need help finding a local church in your area, if you are not plugged in and growing in a church, uh, we want to remind you that our station exists never to replace the local congregation, but always to supplement what you are hearing on Sunday and, uh, and to give you an opportunity to also find out about great ministries where you can put the love of Jesus Christ into practice in your community. So get in touch with us. You can contact me, Dave Naderhood, here at kfax.com if you need help finding a church. And we encourage you to tune in tomorrow at 7.35 p.m. as we'll have another Ministry of the Week. And tune in at this same time next week to hear the Ministry of the Week Sunday message. Until then, have a wonderful rest of the Sunday. Grace and peace to you.